So wake up with determination, go to sleep with satisfaction. <laughs> I adore this. And another quote or thing that I always keep in my mind uh, to work harder is like a positive attitude to life makes actually wonder and helps in creating an optimistic you and a perfect you. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes. Because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country, nor Chernobyl. The new generation of Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I couldn't return to Kiev because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 130 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the Vice Chancellor of the UGCC, to the President of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the President of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So please support this podcast by sharing an Instagram story today and mention the page aziz.future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, Top 50 in Austria, Germany, and Canada. Top 25 on Apple Russia. Top 15 in Belarus, Poland, and Australia. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Sofia Zivalu. Sofia is a journalism and social communication student 
at Taras Shevchenko National University. She graduated from academic and art schools with honors. She is learning the French language and participated in the program International Open Doors, where she has a personal meeting with the Honorable Consul of France. Sophia also studied at the London South Bank University in the UK. In 2019, she was the pupil of the year, and in 2020, she became the author of her own printed book. Now, from 2020 to 2021, she is a leader at the Integrity and Leadership School ILS project by USAID Interaction in collaboration with America House, and she is a member of the Youth Council under the patronage of the local government. Sophia engaged in folk, classic, and ballroom dance for 11 years, and she was the president of her high school. She is keen on history, literature, and the science of law, and she went camping 10 times already. She adores traveling, active sports, and story making. Her big dream is to become a popular blogger, and she can be described as active, open-minded, hardworking, and always positive. Sophia, how are you today? Hello, I'm feeling fine. How are you? I'm feeling great, excited, you know, happy. I'm always so shy while introducing me, but I'm happy to hear that. Well, so you worked start. hard for it, so you deserve it. And I'll tell you where we will start with happiness, because you seem to be cheerful and positive. So my question for you is this. Sophia, when you really want to feel alive, totally happy, absolutely adoring what you're doing, what is one activity that could be your favorite to enjoy and do? Mm -hmm. uh, do you mean my hobbies or my professional experience? Give me your hobbies. Uh, first of all, it's probably writing. And I'd like to tell you maybe about my book. Yes, please. Tell me about your book and then we will speak about writing even more. Okay, so yeah, from my childhood, uh, when I was a little girl, uh, I understood that, that I really enjoyed writing and I participated in a, in a lot of competitions where I wrote my compositions uh, and I became winners of a lot of uh, contests uh, about writing. And uh, last year in 2020, I really became a winner of a competition like Ukraine is our home. Uh, it was a collaboration of the <clears throat> non-governmental organization that it seems to me something like that, the veterans or the anti-terrorist anti-terrorist operation in Izum, the town I live in. Do you know about it? Probably no, because it's a small town in Hako region in the south of Ukraine. And uh, Ukrainian Association of the Participant of Warfare with Volunteers ATO and Joint Forces Operation Izum. It's connected with the war between Ukraine and Russia. And considering the initiative uh, of the head of the jury and sponsors of this competition, um, <laughs> it happens that I became an author of my first book, as it is called Thornways of the Vibornom region. 
uh, it is truly a great social impact, you know, because this book is actually a political like fairy tale. But it's not about uh, fairy tales that it's supposed to be. Um, that is about events in Ukraine in general and directly in the east of Ukraine, relations with Russia, support of the Europe and the USA. Um, so briefly speaking, briefly speaking about Ukraine in the character of the Vibernum in the international area. And now the book is printed as with ordinary type, as Braille, for blind ch blind children. You have an, an urgent issue in Ukraine with books like this, unfortunately, if you know this problem. Uh, and yes, now it's available for buying many bookshops, only it's printed in Ukrainian, because you are not able to buy it. <laughs> but if you're interested, you can. Thank you very much. That is wonderful, and thank you for sharing. And I want to dive deeper into your heart and you as a person when it mm -hmm. comes to writing. So imagine this. You just got a great idea for writing, and you feel it's the perfect moment of inspiration to write. Well, how does that feel? How do you get the inspiration? Where do you feel it, that inspiration and excitement to write in your body? Is it something in your head where you get a lot of thoughts? Is it your hands that get energy and need to write? Is it in your heart? Or for example, for me as a writer, what I see is I see like imaginary pages where there is writing happening. And then I feel it's almost uncomfortable, but comfortable at the same time, where mm -hmm. you have to take that imaginary writing where your brain has created and to put it on the page and i cannot relax until that is done and it's like bleeding on the page as some writers <laughs> will say and then when you finish you're like ah, like giving birth or something yeah. it was hard so share your process how does it work in your brain inspiration writing and when you know wow i need to write now yeah. it's important yeah, I got it. <laughs> now I'm an owl, and um, hmm, my brainstorming happens uh, always in the night time when all the people go sleeping, <laughs> and um, my inner artist, my inner writer, wakes up and uh, gets the point of writing and gets the inspiration moment, and he's like sitting at the table and thinking about great things uh, which he needs to write and um, he catches a seat not like um yeah i, I have an sc a hit seat and uh i have a <laughs> don't don't laugh uh, a flower pot and i imagine like i have to grow this seed into the flower pot and that will be my poem or something like that and um, instead of water, I will be using my swords, I will be thinking about it, and uh, then I will have not the flower, but my great form, for instance. So <laughs> I compare really my poems or something like that with flowers. This is perfect. This is amazing. It shows <laughs> me your brain is metaphorical. No, really. So you're in a writer. 
sits at the desk and you are like me too, around 11 p.m. or 10 or 1 or whatever, ideas yeah. come through and that causes insomnia. It's the, <laughs> the best time for inspiration, I agree. Yes. And we have similar and we have similar hobbies, you know. I'm like a journalist and you are interviewing me too. So we can we can probably uh, cooperate with you in future. Of course, I agree. <laughs> and to continue saying, so you have this metaphor of a flower mm -hmm. pot and you yeah. put the seed and mm -hmm. you feed it with your thoughts and it grows into a flower and that flower is your poem. Mm -hmm. or you write in peace, etc. correct? Yeah, right. Tell me more about those seeds and those flowers. Is it different, the seeds that lead to a poem, or the seeds that lead to a book, or the seeds that lead to an article, and the flowers that end there? Or is it always the same, but different colors? Or what happens there? Describe it to me. Imagine I am in your imagination while your <laughs> inner, and to make sure your inner writer sitting on a desk, is that you in real or in your imagination too? You see a desk. Imagination. Yeah. Perfect. This is even better. Tell me about the inner writer, how it looks, the desk, how it looks, the pot and the seeds and the flowers, how they are when in different situations. Well, then, welcome to my inner world. <laughs> nice to meet you again. So, <clears throat> recently I've been experiencing design thinking, and when it was my childhood, it was always difficult to collect all of my thoughts into something uh, <laughs> plus minds uh, normal. So, the experience in design thinking helped me to organize uh, all of my ideas into something or uh, that um, looks okay. <laughs> and recently I applied for the program Ukraine, probably you know about it. Um, and I was using this approach to writing, so it was actually simple. Uh, I take a sheet of paper and I wrote uh, all of my ideas that came to my mind. Uh, it was um, at the top of the sheet, uh, at the bottom, everywhere, uh, in the, all of the sides. And I just put it to the sheet of the paper. Well, what was happening next? That I was trying um, to get the, the proper information that I was needed. Uh, and then I was trying, maybe, um, it's difficult to imagine. It's okay. I just want to say when I was much, much younger, even like seven years old or eight, I had so many chaotic ideas in my mind and it was writing that helped me organize them so that I can communicate better. Otherwise, people will get too many thoughts from me and then they're like, what's going on? I don't understand. It's too much for them. But for me, <laughs> because my brain thinks so fast, writing helped me organize thoughts more so it's design thinking you put mm -hmm. a piece of paper you write mm -hmm. your thoughts everywhere and then what happens after i combine i combine all of my ideas uh, and i'm trying to imagine something brilliant from this so uh, when it work with my poem with my composition to the program i just imagine the introduction 
uh, I, I was trying to 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 board <laughs> to to burn something original and creative, and it was about so it, it came to different ideas, but then I'm trying to connect a story, a story that will be inspiring, uh, a story that will wonder other people. Um, and yes, I connect these ideas into one uh, thing. I love that. So I have two questions. That is different from most creative people I spoke with. I am more like you where I organize and use structure. They say, oh, we don't like that because we're creative. We like to be in the shower or running and get the idea suddenly and then we go write it. Well, to me, yes, that is wonderful. But sometimes you begin with an idea and then it will change in the middle and then change in the end. And you have something that... Uh, sounds like uh, A la recherche du temps perdu, which is a book that really <laughs> is difficult to read because he's just going off stream of consciousness where he's speaking about his aunt and then he speaks about some girl he met in the street that he thought was cute and then suddenly he's speaking about the food and that he remembers from his grandmother and no story is complete, but because he, he has a brain that is not organized. So yes, that is wonderful. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you mentioned something. You create something that you wanted to be interesting for people. Well, how do you know or how do you feel or how does your imagination work to let you know, okay, this will be interesting for people or no, this won't be interesting? It works out like it designs a uh, human-centered design. Because I imagine me um, having this composition from other persons and I mentioned whether I like this composition. Uh, if Thank looks, you. If, <laughs> yeah, if it looks, tell me more. This is really ordinary, good. If it looks ordinary for me, uh, like, ah, actually, so uh, we should have an introduction from my childhood, how I became an author and how I became a writer. Um, tell me everything. Yeah, I was in the AIDS form, and I was thinking over that, uh, I know nothing, <laughs> I can nothing, and I can do actually nothing like useful, applicable, uh, and I can give nothing perfect into this world. And I was thinking that probably I should participate in some Olympiads. So, uh, which things turned out? Uh, I asked my teacher teacher of Ukrainian literature and language to help me to prepare to some Olympiads um, concerning this subject and uh, we were preparing and later um, she was actually my mentor in writing compositions and uh, poems in order to make them more creative and original in order them to be <clears throat> absorbing and interesting for others. Uh, so, how it was happening? She gave me a topic. I came home. Uh, I started to brainstorm. Um, I started writing. Uh, I was thinking over this for a really, really, really long time. And I was thinking, wow, uh, wow, I, I'm having such a wonderful idea. It will definitely surprise her. And when I came school, came to school again, she was reading this, and after reading, she told me, 
Oh, Sonia, foo. <laughs> if you understand what I mean. Uh, it's, yeah, it's good, but it sounds like uh, you, you didn't uh, spend enough time for this, and uh, you will actually imagine nobody. Uh, it's dry, it's not interesting. So you shouldn't publish it, you shouldn't go to any competitions with that. You're just a shame. Actually, that's very mean. <laughs> that's really cruel to tell a child that by an adult, I think. But maybe you, it helped you in some way. So please continue. But yeah. I don't recommend to say that to people in the <laughs> young my people. Don't. Said me, my mother said me the same things like, uh, you know, that sounds like a good motivation for you. Probably you should work harder and something more perfect will turn out. So after that, I came home and I was crying all night long. <laughs> I was so pressed. Uh, I didn't know what to do next. Uh, I didn't have any motivations like I was supposed to have. Uh, I'm a person who likes um, who likes to be. Um, I'm trying to select a proper word, you know. Um, probably I like to be bragged by other people. Uh, when others tell me why you're so fantastic or something like that. So go on, keep what you're doing right now. And that is a, a, just the best motivation for me. But when people, uh, although uh, I'm good for critic, um, I like it because I guess it's a good uh, seed, it's a good ground for personal development. And for self-improvement, because you, you won't grow without uh, criticism when others will be only uh, telling you, wow, you are good, you are good, so you're excellent, you're a fine person. So it can be a reason to decrease your knowledge or to regress, so I don't need it. So actually, when I was young, <laughs> I'm young now, but when I was a little girl, when I was a child, was pressing me much pretty much so i didn't have any goals i wanted i was willing to do nothing about this and i wanted to quit just to quit writing and i was thinking that probably i wasn't born for this so but i know i found out some strengths power I know where, probably my relatives or my friends was telling me uh, she wants, this teacher, she just wants you to become better. So probably you should to follow her advice and bright future will be waiting for you. <clears throat> and uh, that backed me up. Thank you. One second. I noticed two things. One, you use very visual language which makes me think you're someone with a vivid imagination that if you imagine something, you can see it very clearly. And second, you said criticism is a seed for your development. And before you said inspiration, there is a seed for a poem that grows into a flower, etc. So how are those seeds similar of criticism or of your inner writer to write? And like I said, do you have a really good imagination like if you imagine something, you can see all the details. Imagine even you are in a different place and almost forget where you are now. 
Yeah, you remember I graduated from an art school. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> this is great. Let's let's do a small game. Wow. Imagine you have a book in your hand, an imaginary book, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the title? It can be in any language. It was supposed to be a quick answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, do you see the book in your hand? Do you have a book that is imaginary? Yeah, I imagine. And I don't know why, but I imagine something with red roses, you know? I didn't yes. notice it later. Uh, uh, earlier, but now I'm thinking over probably I have a lot of metaphors in my head about flowers. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I was going to ask. What is you know? your relationship with flowers? <laughs> uh, like, what, why I've so not- many metaphors with flowers? <laughs> I've noticed right now one thing. Uh, just I want to share it with you. So, uh, concerning red roses. Uh, it was two years ago, and the book I mentioned right now, it probably was about Alice in Wonderland. Did you hear or watch the film? Do you know about it? Yes, I know, Alice and it's very interesting. Fun, brilliant. And um, I don't know, probably I was telling you about this, uh, but from the fourth form in my school, uh, I played in the school theater, and two years ago I played a key role that was an Ali- as it was Alice in Wonderland, and we ordered some like not gigantic but um, in the height of the human's height uh, flowers, red and white roses, because there was uh, red and uh, white queens in this poem. Yes in this scenery and there was a uh, rabbit something like that uh hatter and others uh, characters and me alice and i fell in this role uh do you know like this word extremely that probably i i still can't uh, to, turn out from this <laughs> went out i couldn't I understand, and you have so many stories. Now I understand why you you love storytelling and story making. And to ask <laughs> you even further about dance, can you tell me what is your favorite part about dancing? Is it like the beginning when you begin to change your mood because you're dancing? Is it the middle where your brain stops and you just move and are in flow, or is it after? When people tell you, like you said, you like it when they tell you you're so great, you're so amazing, or maybe what to improve and how to become better. Which is your favorite part about dancing? From my early age, I hated dance. <laughs> when it came to my kindergarten or my early ages, until probably for. 14 or 15 years old. Um, I hated, you know, why? While all of my classmates, all my friends were chilling at the weekends or in the evenings or was were working with other my, of my friends, uh, I, I was spending a, really a lot of my time dancing in the halls and I spent uh, Saturdays, Sundays, all of my spare time there, and I was 
don't know, sad or depressed or something like that about it. First, <clears throat> uh, I was telling my mom, why should I do that? I don't, I don't know why do I need that. So it was like she pressed me, she forced me to go there and uh, we were arguing about that uh, really pretty much. So, and under this pressure, I didn't like to go there. But when I became older, uh, and it came to a lot of performances I shown, uh, a lot of competitions I won, and I gathered a lot of medals, cubes, and later I became to visit a lot of camps where I met new friends, having no. Because they saw me uh, performing at some con concerts, and they were willing to meet closer to to make friends with me, and it was so pleased, you know, like Sonia, we saw you dancing, it was so brilliant, uh, wow, um, <laughs> not like oh, wow, Sonia, we were we were seeing you dancing, like let's make friends, but it was really fantastic. And I fell in love with your dancing. Tell me more about this. And I made a lot of friends due this. And also, I appreciated those. Yeah. No, it's great. Tell yeah, me yeah. more. Because <laughs> how is that similar or different to writing? When you share your writing with people, or when people came to you about dance and they really felt it was fantastic and inspiring. Is that also similar to something you love about writing and being a journalist and writer? No, no, there are different things. I can't compare them. Um, journalism or writing, it's more about brainstorming. But when it comes to dance, it's like more about, even more about my inner world. Because uh, when I when I'm dancing, when I was dancing, of course, uh, now actually uh, I don't, I'm not engaged in this because uh, I spent a lot of time studying in the institute and uh, something like that. So when I was dancing, it was more like a flowing of my uh, fears, of my problems, troubles, concerns, um, I could I could be a person I want to be, but I couldn't be, you know, uh, I even more, I enjoyed more dances uh, where I <clears throat> could express myself, where I could play different roles, where I could imagine that, for instance, if it's about like, you know, jungles, I could imagine I'm a tiger or a, lie, a lion or when it came to a school, because it was a dance about school children and I, I was playing a teacher there or something like that and I, I was in love with that uh, when I could imagine I'm a person I'm not in my real life and I was in love with that because uh, I had always in my childhood a lot of expressions which I wanted to show, but I know where I could do that. So performances and different types of dance, that was 
perfect uh, opportunity for me. This is really interesting. Tell me more about your inner world, as well as the metaphor that you think about when you think about your inner world. Is it like a country? Is it like a world like Earth? Is it like a map? Is it something? How is it? How do you look and see your inner world? And what is there? I imagine, like you said, there is the character of the lion you can take. There is your inner writer. You go visit your inner writer in their room when you need to write. There is the pot with the seed that becomes a flower for each thing. But there's, I, I am sure you have a lot of metaphors, imaginations, and interesting things in your inner world. So speak about it. Share more. I want to listen and hear. That's a deep topic, don't you think so? <laughs> it's perfect. This is what I'm interested in because this is, podcast episode is all about you. So I want to understand the real Sophia, not the what people wow. see when she wins competitions or not yeah. people reading. I want the person, what's inside your inner world and heart. So please share what is there. However, my major is not philosophy, but let's try. <laughs> Probably that's a house which contains um, a lot of rooms and they are social problems. Yeah, can it be like this? Yes, and tell me more detail. What kind of house is it? Is it like Victorian house? Is it a house from traditional Ukraine house? Is it a French <laughs> no, Riviera? No. French Riviera house. <laughs> no, tell me everything. A wonderful... Oh, maybe that's a cathedral. <laughs> because I'm closely intertwined with religion. Tell me more too. How important is religion in your life? And how does it help you be your real self more so that yeah. i understand who you are it's important talking to uh, talking about real me because i know whether i can call it like my strange side my bizarre uh, point my bizarre scene but i think my personal uh, self-improving or self-development wasn't able without my regular discussions without my regular just fair and open conversations with the god yes uh then a, a certain period of time flows <coughs> sorry um i wanted to conclude something i mean I'm talking with him, yes, I believe he exists, and I'm talking about my results uh, in my, like, probably private life, probably in my, about my achievements, about who I am um, in this, in this period of my life, uh, what I'm capable of, what my dreams are, what my goals are, and what what I'm not dreaming of, but uh, where uh, I want to go to or stru struggle to or struggle for something I want to. So, yeah, something like that. And I am also appreciate him for everything I have now. And after 
some time after this, uh, you know, I like get an, more of in energy and I've got more inspiration and I feel like I have uh, greater inner strengths to develop more. So I guess he has a great, probably not he, I don't know whether he really exists, but conversations with him give me a lot of power and it helps me to get motivation. Yes, I believe uh, he is a source of some... <laughs> like he pushes me to go in front of me, to go forward. And because I believe he has a good plan for my life. <laughs> and I not I uh, have to live, live up to his expectations, but his support is actually important for me. Uh, Thank you. One second. This is, this is yeah. No, tell me more. But describe the conversations because you're very visual. Do you imagine yeah. you're speaking like in person to person, or is it more as a prayer, or is it a room in your cathedral that you go to in order to have such conversations and get the support to get that energy and power, or how do you imagine? when you have in conversations with God that will are important for you. Mm -hmm, okay, so it's difficult, even almost impossible to organize in the cathedral or church. Because that's an important thing to have nobody uh, around you. Um, yes, but you said your inner world is a cathedral. That's why yeah, I ask about that, the cathedral. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, but. That is that what voice comes to my inner world, not about my conversations with him. So about conversations with uh, God, I guess it's important to have a silence around you, to have nobody, uh, even in other rooms. So if I'm in my ho house, that's important that no one else uh, to be present there. So to arrange uh, like only eyes to eyes contact, <laughs> I realize it is impossible, but I imagine. And it's I uh, I need down. And uh, first of all, uh, <laughs> I put my hands close to each other, and I start speaking. I That's can imagine it. that when you're in your house nobody is in any room and yeah. you lay down you put your hands together and you start speaking and then you believe in god's plan for you not that you have to live up to any expectations but that he supports you pushes you yeah. and after such experiences after some time you get a new energy power and a lot of inspiration correct that means like uh, that means like you refresh yourself. Yes. Uh, and you don't have to have a special mood for this. You just have to feel the time you need to speak to him. It may be like a, a certain a specific period of life, like you achieved something and you're not sure where to struggle next, where to move forward, and you need to speak to him. To get some advice, probably like this, or to discuss your plan. 
Because, uh, you know, a lot of things in my life happens not about my willing. And when I was like, wondering about this, why is it happening? I found an exit. Uh, I found an answer for this. And I got that that's his willing. That's it. Thank for you. Instance, so for instance, I actually wasn't willing to enter, yes, uh, to enter the University of Trasushchenko was my dream, but not this major. Um, I expected to enter the international communications or relations, but I didn't, I, I haven't managed, ma managed to enter because I didn't pass my exams in such a perfect way. So I guess it's just a uh, fate. Yes. That's his destiny. My destiny, yes. his plan. <laughs> Your destiny, but his plan. And there is a lot to speak about, but I'm curious about something. You said mm -hmm. it's important. There are no people in the house. Well, mm -hmm. you as a person, are you more of an extrovert that needs to have a lot of people with you all the time? Or do you often like to be alone in order to think, to be inspired, and you enjoy sometimes being alone, and it's good feeling for you? Mm, well, I couldn't decide it by the way. So you are both? Or... Yeah, probably 50-50. Uh, but it depends on people who are around me. I can be an extrovert when it comes to my not only friends but good people I am willing to have a connection with, uh, or probably I want to get acquaintance with. I want uh, them to to be acquainted with me. But when I see people don't have a way of life I want to have. Probably that it's unlikely that I will be talking with uh, talking to them. Yes, so fifty fifty. Actually, my mood, my mood is my mood changes a million times a day. So it depends on on it too. Then I will ask you a difficult question since your oh mood changes a, a million times a day. No, it's not difficult because of the question, but because of your change in mood. If you had a perfect life and you can make a day that is your happy day that is perfect in every way and you had everything, you solve the problems of the war and of poverty mm -hmm. and you have money and everyone in the world is happy, etc. So you can be totally free to make a perfect day. How would you make that day so that you feel the best emotions and you really enjoy that day fully? Mm -hmm. It is a similar question, like about values, uh, something like that, I guess. Yes, because our values define uh, important things in our life. Yes, but <laughs> also key... about you, happiness. <laughs> yeah, about about your happiness too, because uh, your happiness is when your values and when you have your values. Something like this. So Okay, one second. Do people really know who you are at a true level? I mean, when they speak with you, do they know you're a person who lives through her values and who has such a deep connection with God? Or it's something they don't expect when they meet you and it's a surprise if they know? Yes, I guess I don't expect. I'm trying not to hide that, but I'm just not showing. 
I'm trying to be an ordinary girl. Like, no, I'm not <laughs> such an ordinary girl, but um, I don't suppose that I should show it that is my inner world should remain there. In my into my soul. Let's name it let's call it this. Uh, yeah, Thank about you. my happy day. Perfect. <laughs> we went uh, went from this topic. Mm. I would spend this day with my loved ones, with my family members, and where totally not in Ukraine. <laughs> somewhere abroad and probably somewhere in warm countries with palms. Family is one of my values and recently, by the way, I visited a training about leadership, another one, and we were talking about Spending time, whose time is our the only one resource we can't uh, have back. So, what things should we spend our time on? Um, and we settled on some things. So, first of all, you, you yourself, is you are yourself. <laughs> you are uh, the only loved person you should spend uh, much time on. And then your loved ones and family members, because these people who these are people who will support and back you up in any conditions you are in, and any situations you find yourself in. And if you have any troubles, they can they can uh, give a hand for you. So your self improvement, so your self improvement, your hobbies, your interests, especially your work also, that's also and of course important. But I guess it's meaningful um, and uh, genuinely important to have somebody behind your back, not who will be gossiping, gossiping about you, but to back you up. And uh, I have already said, um, that is connected with my values and ha happy day, happy day I will I will spend. So yes, it would be with them and where I have also said you. Probably I should <laughs> I should choose a country, Bora Bora, <laughs> for for example. Perfect. <laughs> that was unexpected and really fun. <laughs> and to speak a bit more about your inner world but share with me what do you mean with soul because that was so spiritual and perfect but many people can understand it differently than you to you when you say soul what do you mean what are your thoughts about human souls where do they come from how are they etc i'm really curious about your thoughts about the topic of soul and maybe spirituality too. Mm -hmm. An interesting question. Mm, talking about my soul, I would say that I should compare it with my favorite novel that is Master and Margarita by Bugako. Yes, and um, 
from my from my early ages uh, that was my favorite film and if you if you watched it have you have, have you no have but you, here have, why uh so listen uh master and margarita is about not about god and devil but about white black sides of the people's soul and i'm quite convinced that we shouldn't select people by good or bad ones about their um, honest uh, wonderful like sides of their soul or their evilness their cruelness first yes uh, as far as i know and as my personal experience has already shown uh, all the people are different and uh, similar at the same time first i haven't met any people which oh who are bad or good because in all the people are mm, some pieces of some pieces from the paradise and from the hell and i'm not uh, i'm not that uh, a person who will be showing something another so yes <laughs> i'm also such a person that's why i think my soul i i, I would uh, be able to divide it into two parts and it would be about my wonderful um, uh, sides about my advantages and about my not setbacks my disadvantages so Yes, and he, uh, from that, yeah, talking about Master Margarita, by the way, uh, the scene that uh, God has already a plan for our destiny and for our future is already from this novel, because there was an episode like, uh, so, okay, I won't be telling you about this episode. <laughs> That's, that sounds strange. No, no, it doesn't sound strange. This is really well said. And it's the concept of Nietzsche of beyond good and evil. That, you know, we're not, like you said, only good or only bad. This is why also I think it relates to you before saying it's, it's like you don't want people. Others. Yes and not putting people in boxes or categories but even more you remember when you said about people giving you positive feedback or criticism to improve i think mm -hmm. it's related to this concept of each person has a piece of good and a piece of bad yeah, so definitely. we all de mm -hmm. deserve good praise but also we deserve criticism to improve because nobody's perfect and we shouldn't think people should be only honest or only perfect because everyone even the people people say are evil they have some good in them maybe when they treat the dog good or the person they love Absolutely. or some person can be good but in some situation they can have some evil side and it doesn't mean they are evil it's just human and humans mm. are not angels or devils but they're both and none because we can choose who to be but we also have a part that is inside us and please tell me about and destiny thing, 
about God's plan. And the thing I'm trying to do all the time is to find only positive things in all the people and hide my eyes uh, on something like jealous their uh, sides like this. Thank you. And since you said that, no, wait, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. There is a problem nowadays with social media, and I spoke with some guests, that people only show the positive side. They make their life sound like paradise, which is not even real. And then other people have low self-esteem, and they feel not confident because they say, wow, those people have such a perfect life. And me, I'm just a normal person. I have bad days and good days. And sometimes I have problems. And sometimes my plans don't work. And Mm -hmm. that person seems to always be successful in everything. And they feel really bad and sad and depressed. And you, for two things. Now you spoke about this, which is important. So what is your thought about that on social media? And you said your goal is to become a blogger. So will you show the bad days or you'll only show like the best perfect days, travel in the world in luxury, and then you don't show the bad moments because it's not what the popular bloggers do. Please share your thoughts about this topic. So I'd like to become a popular blogger after um, shooting some film or playing a key role uh yes like uh yeah i mean to be an actress probably in some popular famous film and to become a household name uh after this after the releasing uh but i know to have my personal to have my private blog just showing my life and my daily activities it can be boring uh if i have an unknown name i know i i can buy a target uh, advertising no of course but i'm wait 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 is this not yes but let's speak about something else movies seem to be important in your life i just realized now because you mentioned so many movies alice in wonderland master and margarita and now that you wish to become an actress or play a key role in a movie and now i'm thinking I'd like to try. tell me about movies how did you get develop this interest in movies and other than master and margarita do you have other movies that are meaningful to you and important for you? Uh, so meaningful, like Master Margarita, probably no, but um, why are they important? It was my dream from the, from the childhood, probably when I was uh, a, a little girl. Uh, I w- not so many films, but, but I enjoyed to watch films. Uh, and that I was dreaming about becoming an actress, but my parents didn't support me because they were saying like, oh, Sonia, uh, this profession is not so serious and actually you shouldn't uh, get uh, the education of this because it's, it's, no, probably you should have something more um, authoritative uh, because uh, my family consists of uh, of the teacher, of two doctors, 
and an engineer and you know hello i'm an actress they were like oh my god sonia you will be just shame on you a, a white spot on our family <laughs> and that idea was put on the shelf um, and then i was I started to think over about becoming a diplomat or something like that, probably a lawyer. So, and now my destiny, as you can notice again, <laughs> came me to the media, to the kino industry, to the journalism again, because probably that's a destiny after all, you know. <laughs> Probably yes. when I was a little girl, I was feeling something. It is about... destiny <laughs> and the plan, and they're different. Now this is good. When you have a conversation with God, did you speak about that topic sometimes? How mm. to find a way to be involved in similar to acting, but in a media and other way? And then you were supported. Maybe that is the reason you didn't do diplomacy and mm. that that plan didn't succeed because it's God's plan to bring you back to your destiny that is more similar to acting and movies. Can you comment mm -hmm. on this? Um, no, we, we didn't uh, in a frank way with him about that, but no, you actually can't speak to him, but you can get some uh, hints you know, and I guess I've got uh, a lot of them. No, tell me, I, I want to understand. Tell me examples of hints in your life that really were meaningful for you and that made like premonitions about something that will happen. And you were like, wow, those hints were correct. I'm impressed. Okay, even to take the, the case with my entrance university, because with my major, major, it's not difficult uh, to, div to dive into the media, because uh, I have already visited the channel UA the first, which is popular in Ukraine, uh, but it was only an excursion, unfortunately, but they were already inviting me <laughs> to have a job. Uh, to to work with them, and it's not difficult to become like a TV programmer or a TV host, and probably later. And because every scene in our life, not every scene, but a big part, uh, depends on connections with other people, and probably I would meet somebody there who has connections with the kina industry, and later, oh, I have. I have a friend who is Sonia, who Sonia is a charismatic girl, and probably we should give a cure-all in this field for her. Probably something like that. Or, um, I don't know, in my life before entering the university, it can be concerning with, with a lot of performances, even in the camp, because um, I became the princess of the camp, of the camp, the princess of my town, and also uh, yes, as you have already mentioned, the people there and all these uh, awards 
overall connecting with the media because after these um, awards I was published in newspapers and on different websites and some people uh, started to recognize me from from these uh, things and I was wondering wow it really comes to the uh, internet to the um, internet social pages where people uh, find out about me more so I was thinking like probably yes it works out like um, when you are shining somewhere other people can uh, find out about you and later they will probably have some other uh, other uh, suggestions for you uh, so and who knows who will meet me next <laughs> if it's my destiny I will meet probably a producer <laughs> so uh, the only thing that remains for me it's only to keep dreaming and studying uh, hard probably I will have an internship in some I don't know media organization or like a TV channel where I will show all of my great uh, sides, only my positive uh, sides, and some people will notice me, and my future career will start, who knows? I like how you think, and that in the future there can be people who will open doors that will support your destiny and God's plan, and that if a door closes, it means it's not god's plan and that's why to accept it and not be so stressed about it and to go a bit even deeper because this is so interesting you these days or these weeks what has been something you think about a lot about life or about yourself that is something important for you now and you're trying to change or to improve or something that is important to remember so your brain thinks about this topic a lot. These days, fortunately, I have a full calmness into uh, my soul. And uh, comparing to, um, for instance, the summer when I graduated from my school, and I have a little bit, like a kind of depression, because I was thinking over things which are waiting for me in the future. I didn't know the way I didn't know the aim I should work to achieve um my, my hands were just like down and I uh I was feeling like I wanted to do nothing <laughs> absolutely and the first semester in my university was also not so great because I didn't have any motivation I know why but when I don't have any dreams when I don't have any goals to work towards it's difficult to rise uh, my ass, sorry, from the sofa and start to work. But when it comes to my genuine, genuine overall goals, yeah, I start acting. So now I'm thinking about, yes, my future. Uh, and plus minds, uh, it is already settled, but not everything depends on me because I have, as I have already mentioned, I applied for the program. It is concerning my the greatest dream in my life, and uh, not just 
to visit but to work or study in the USA um, and if it happens that I'm not very as I'm not very sure about because I even more convinced that it won't happen because of course I believe in myself but not in such a way <laughs> not in so a full way that I uh, will be that I will be invited to the interview with them uh, to go to the USA to study there for one semester but all right uh, now I'm waiting for the results from the jury and concerning my other desires uh, or aims probably it's about my career in the media or internship in some volunteer organizations because you know I'm willing to participate in Erasmus Plus if if you are aware of this program and uh, about um, participating in the Isaac volunteer organization uh, which gives an opportunity to volunteer abroad in different countries working there yes for free but you travel a lot you, you gain a new experience and you meet new people and you make new friends and uh, that sounds so great that I've been dreaming about this for a long time but unfortunately you having only 17 years old i can't uh, enter this organization or participate in volunteer program that is possible only from 18 years old but in the frames of my local project to being and being the president of my school uh i've performed a lot of volunteer actions which i'm proud of but I'm really willing to keep uh, improving them and uh, to keep going on with them. Yes, only uh, in uh, Isaac organization. Oh, yes, yeah, studying abroad with the Erasmus Plus because I have a lot of friends which were participating in these programs, and oh my god, the comments, uh, the feedback from them, it was so inspiring and. Uh, it was so absorbing that I was like, wow, don't. Um, Thank you, Don't, don't seduce me by, by the beauty of these stories. Uh, one day I will have experiences this too. <laughs> I like that very much. Thank you, Sophia. And before we even finish, since you have a lot of real insights and ways of thinking that are interesting, honestly, do you have some piece of advice that you think more people should understand so that they have a better life? And maybe even if they're depressed, it can help you to remember and them to listen. That will be great and you can share it now. Some really good life advice that you like and that is good from you. What I'm really in love with is uh, let me rem let me remember um, go so wake up with determination go to sleep with satisfaction <laughs> I adore this and another quote or thing that I always 
keep in my mind uh, to work harder is like a positive a positive attitude to life makes actually wonder and helps in creating a, an a optimistic you and a perfect you and if any troubles in your life happens just keep working hard and uh, uh, make more efforts uh, in the way towards your dream and if you will if you work hard the god will notice that and will give you will present you these opportunities to grow more to meet new people with connections and new doors will open in front of you and that will be the best gifts that can imagine that can appear in your life so just work over you at yourself become better um find motivation i don't know everywhere my motivation is for example as a good resource is from traveling when i see new countries when i see new places when i find new places to visit uh, it's a perfect scene for self-development course i uh, when i need when i uh, get acquainted with new people they inspire me to grow more when i see wow some other people know more than i i have than i do uh, they can do more things that i can and that's the best motivation you know um, to become better than others because it's a good soil oh, yeah soil for self-improving so that's it I agree with you and I thank you, Sophia. And if people want to follow you or to message you or to communicate with you, what is the best social media to go? Um, my Instagram. Thank you. I'll make sure to write it. And can you speak a little bit too about the projects you're involved with, whether ILS or anything? So maybe people can discover that as well. Mm, about the project uh, in Integrity and Leadership School 2020-2021. Yes, that's the project where I met Lisa, by the way. She's my cheerleader there. And uh, talking about our small project. And uh, yes, yeah, since... I'm a member of the group of these creative and passionate young adults. That is my group. Uh, it's called Young and Crazy Team, and Lisa is one of the, one of the members from there. Uh, I wanted to tell you about our com not not community project, our about our country project, and that uh, is the first a youth podcast the first in ukraine um about integrity integrity without stress it will be also recorded not only in ukrainian language uh but also in english and this podcast <clears throat> i should say that that will be, that will benefit anyone in because listeners will learn the definition of integrity they will expand their knowledge about this because 
um, when we created our prototype and we were interviewing some of uh, young ad some of young ad young children of young people our our teens uh, our peers teenagers they were actually answering like oh my god integrity is it so is it something connected with kind behavior or or Oh, that's all. And we were like, oh my god, actually no one knows uh, a genuine definition about integrity. Uh, that is an awful thing and we should educate uh, a new generation, young people about this more because that problem exists and if um, adults and old people, um, they're already like not very good example of uh, teaching of um, teaching us and uh, it's useless to educate them because they are already grown up and they are grown up on those values uh, which were inter uh, which were fed in which they were fed when they were in their childhood and of course that is connected with the int with corruption and something like that they think that's, that's normal in our society and we shouldn't struggle against this and uh, it's impossible to fight against this so and talking about young people and a new generation it's yet possible um, to in Intervine some perfect knowledge, uh, some normal things about integrity and no actually knowledge about anti-corruption. So the thing we are engaged in. So what else? Uh, we would we will be talking about the fields of honesty about work ethic as well as we will examine practical cases that demonstrate the advantages of sincere lifestyle and virtue so our general idea is to create a youth podcast uh, as i have already mentioned to raise the topic of integrity and as well as transparency aiming towards the audience of young adults um, we will be delivering our information in layman's terms with yeah, bits and pieces of humor because it's for teenagers, it's about moms and um, real life examples included. And we'll be also interviewing um, some of politics probably or people which are concerned uh, with corruption and transparency in uh, academic mm, so which are concerned about, concerned with academic integrity and transparency in work ethic and also the thing that i should mention i am a content manager in this project and i'm responsible for writing posts on our social page and feedback and connection with our audience but to be honest, we are not developed uh, in a perfect way because only for this week we had um, six or seven followers left. <laughs> that is uh, a week 
points that is a sad thing but okay we are developing and we guess that the best the bright future is waiting for us <laughs> thank you very much and i really look forward to the bright future waiting for this project <laughs> And, and Sophia. We are yeah. young and crazy yet, and we are really young. And this project uh, has started recently, like some weeks ago, because uh, it was be it has been developing for two months, but it isn't implemented in the real life in a full way. So everything will be in future, and we guess that everything will be okay. <laughs> yes, and the most important part is what you, each one of you will learn, how each one of you will develop. It's much more important than subscribers or followers because you become more competent people and that's really important. Um, Thank you, Sophia, yeah. and I wish yeah. you a great day. I agree with you. Yeah, have a good day too.